Hi, this is B. Shavery, and I am here with your Intuitive Energy Corner. Guys, as you know, there are a lot of astrological events that are taking place this week, the week of November 9th. Um, up until, <clears throat> sorry, I can already see my throat chakra acting up. I promise you I had no problems with my throat. Everything was okay until I got ready to say this part. Um... Okay. Okay. So astrologically, we have a lot of things that are going on, which in the midst of Mercury retrograding in Scorpio, in the midst of Scorpio season, very, very close to um, Scorpio season ending us going into Sagittarius season. We have a lot of, um, a lot of Things that are are occurring within this month of November in anticipation of December, which is a month that's going to be filled with eclipses. If you are not familiar with what an eclipse is and how eclipses um, have affected you or, or will possibly affect you, then I would encourage you to look back at your life and the events that have taken place and the energy that you felt spiritually from let's say March all the way to the end of summer. There were several eclipses. There were so many different massive energy shifts that occurred astrologically and planetary wise that caused a lot of changes in our life. Now we have been in eclipses since January 1st. However, There have been several different massive shifts in the midst of retrogrades that have been taking place in our lives, in our reality, in this world, period. Right. And if you look back the last few months, look at the things that have changed. Look at the things that have massively shifted out of your life. Um, massive shifts in direction, massive shifts in thought processes, massive shifts in, for some of you, your stability, your relationships, um, home life, family, career, things that you thought were super important, things that you were encouraged to do, things that you were really driven to do. You have noticed that there have been so many different changes in those areas of your life. Now, all of that, in addition to the massive transits that are taking place that are pushing out the things that you need to have outgrown by now. If you have not outgrown these things, they're going to be pushed in a way where it's going to force you to deal with it so that you can finalize what path you're taking going forward, because there are massive shifts that are occurring Prior to 2020. Now, I know that the big thing about 2020 is, oh, it's a massive year. It is a a year of fruition. It is absolutely that. It is absolutely a year where you will be reaping the karma. You will be reaping um, the harvest that you've sown. There's just a lot of different massive, massive, massive things that are occurring um, in a new decade. But the thing is, you're not able to take things that are holding you back from progressing into a new decade. So it's very important for you to understand the dynamic of shifts and how they play a part in your next 
step. If you have things that you have unresolved, that you have not worked on, that you have not dealt with, that you have not really sat with and tried to come to the best resolution for, you will be presented. And for me, this retrograde hasn't been, and I don't want to jinx myself, but it hasn't been as intense as a lot of people have experienced it, which I kind of foresaw for myself for, um, being that a lot of the shifts and a lot of the energy that has been taking place have been massively heavy for water signs and everybody in general. I mean, but this is our season. Um, and I feel like Pisces season was a lot more intense because there were so many, there was a retrograde in Pisces. Then we're in Pisces season. Then we had solar eclipses and all these different things that were occurring back to back to back up until past June. So this is really not as intense as many people have been experiencing or that many people probably anticipated it to be because it is retrograde and retrograde does affect communication, does affect technology. It does affect how you correspond and how you are able to maneuver through life. It does. It, that's just the true fact about it. And being in Scorpio, which is a water sign, a very intense water sign at that. Um, people really were in an uproar and afraid. Now, even though there are a lot of different, there's a lot of different powerful energy that has been taking place. In addition to the retrograde, we've had a full moon in Aries, um, or new moon in Aries, full moon in Aries. We've had, I mean, we've had a bunch of shifts. I can't even remember I mean, that's how many shifts have been occurring. And I literally studied this so much down to a T. And it's like with every new shift, there's so much, there's so many different um, aspects to it that I just, I mean, so forgive me. But we just, we've had full moons, new moons in the midst of this retrograde, which is about to go um, push us into Sagittarius. Now, even though, we have a new moon in Sagittarius on the 27th, I believe, of November. We will still feel the effects of retrograde up until December the 12th, December 7th to December 12th. And in the midst of that entering in a new season, that's a whole nother energetic shift that you feel because Sagittarius brings a total different energy than Scorpio. So you are definitely... Um, feeling a lot of different changes that are occurring in your life. And that new moon in Sagittarius is going to be pretty intense because of the energy it's bringing behind it and pushing out. Now, when it comes to this full moon in Taurus, that is a big deal, not only because it Taurus is all about stability and aesthetics and tangible material items. And um, it's a very... Uh, gentle but stubborn sign because it's a it's a bull you know and it's it's set in its ways so when you have a sign that is grounded and very very rooted in its beliefs in its traditions in its likes and dislikes and its way of operating through life and you mix it with watery scorpio which is equally fiery um fixed and demand like it, it it carries its own type of energy with it you mix those two it 
can be a sort of tug of war. It could be like a, a battle because it's like you are battling the yin and the yang. But in this case, you're dealing with two masculine type energies. A Scorpio, Scorpio is typically a masculine energy while Taurus is more Venus uh, ruled. So it's more of the feminine type energy, not saying like weak or anything like that, but it has more of the sensual, gentle, um, domestic side to it. And it's more grounded. So it's a it's a calmer type of energy. It's it's almost unmovable a lot of times, but it is calmer. So. It's a balance, but it's just getting to that balance. This new moon is this full moon is really a good full moon. Normally, full moons are very intense, which this will be an intense full moon, but it's intense in a different way. It's intense in a way that's going to push you to your new beginnings. It is pushing you to what it is that you truly desire and what you truly want and what you know is right for you. It is really putting you in a line with what it is that you want. And with a full moon being based in, as we know, um, hidden, anything that's hidden, secret, all of that comes out because it's a full moon. It's like everything is exposed. So it is a very intense, but it's giving you more clarity. It's allowing you to have more clarity in your direction. And that is where you're wanting to go. These last two months of 2019 are really, really, really powerful months, not to say that this whole year hasn't been, this entire year has been transformative. There has been changes after changes after changes. And for so many people, they have not dedicated the time that they need to dedicate to, the, to themselves to really get in alignment with what they want, what their beliefs are, what it is that they desire going forward. And that is going to show in the upcoming weeks towards 2020 because they're not going to be prepared. They're not going to have a solid idea of what could actually um, transpire for them for 2020. Remember, 2020 is a year manifested. It is the year for you to reap everything that you have sown, everything that you've put out there. Karma wise, you get back. So you put back lackluster uh, negativity, you're getting that back tenfold. You put back positivity and um, you put out what it is that you desire back. This is the year of manifestation. It's a new beginning, not only just a new beginning for a cycle, but a new beginning for another decade. So you are really setting your feet in a fertilized um, area that you yourself have manifested. So if you haven't been doing the work and if you haven't been focused on what it is that you truly, truly desire, you've been distracted by everything else that's going on and you have allowed yourself to be warped up into this energy of distraction and destruction, you're going to get that back. And no one can prevent you from that because it's karma, right? It, it's just what God is allowing to happen. This is something that's been very important to me and it's been something for years that for the past couple, five years, I'd say I've really been focused on the um, overall picture, but not ignoring the small details. I've never um, chased anything for the tangible manifestations of it. I don't care about the money of it. I don't care about, but I have been immensely blessed, but that is because I'm operating out of a spirit of purity. There are so many distractions out here and there's so many things that people don't pay attention to within their own lives. And that is going to be shown to them like a mirror because 
You've paid so much attention to everything else that you've neglected things that matter the most. And that is the very reason why so many things in our lives are beginning to fall apart or fall together. If you are dealing with relationships or you're dealing with career paths or you're trying to figure out who you are internally, period, um, this is definitely the year that should have been most evident that this, that's the way you should have been going instead of worrying about whatever is happening on external things that you can't change. Um, I found myself this year doing a lot of separating from social media a lot. I mean, I definitely didn't expect this audio podcast to go as long as it did, because again, as you all remember, it was only supposed to be five weeks and here we are over six months in, it's definitely something that I know God has led me to do to utilize my voice, um, assist in continual learning for myself as far as the study of astrology, the study of different sciences, the study of just life in general and really finding my passion and what it is that I desire to do and to share that on a platform that I choose, not because I feel like I need to do it for money or not because I felt like it was necessary for uh, fame or popularity, because in my world, I'm popular anyway. So it's it's knowing where you stand in who you are that creates this foundation of abundance, because you are truly set in your soil. And so this full moon is like putting a light on everything that you have ran from, everything that you have hidden from yourself and everything that you have left unattended that was needed in order for you to prosper. And so in a sense, it is a beautiful energy to be in because you are reminded of the things that you desire. You're reminded of the things that matter the most. However, if you haven't been doing the work that was necessary for you to do the work, then you will find yourself in a place of an unsettled type of energy. Okay, so that is something to be mindful of. You could be agitated. You could be very irritated with things that are going on around you. You could be indecisive. You could feel like you are just really lost because you don't have a clear strategy or plan for yourself. And I'm not saying this for you to be hard on yourself by any means. But what I am saying to you is it's very important for you to exude that of which you truly are and stop adapting to that of which everyone is saying you should be, because the truth of the matter is, is you are the one that's left with that feeling of emptiness and unhappiness. So this this whole week, it, this energy is really powerful. It's a lot of different things that I'm not going to even get into going on planetarily um, because I feel like I'll be speaking Japanese. You know, it's just it's it's if you're not really into the astrological uh, aspects in the depth, then it will sound so confusing. So I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can, <laughs> not only for you, but for me also, so that I don't get so tongue twisted in everything that I'm trying to explain. Because again, it is so deep and there's so many different elements to what goes on on an astrological and planetary um, level, as well as spiritually. All of this is working together, right? So I'm not going to get into all that, but I am going to stick to the basic importance of the energy for this week, which is this full moon in Taurus, which is incredible. And the 1111 portal, 
Now, mind you, there have been portals all month that a lot of people haven't spoke about. But anytime you see synchronicity, when you have numerology that lines up, there is a significance, purpose and a meaning behind what that stands for. Now, regardless to if you're familiar with numerology or not, spiritually, one, 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 eleven, eleven is definitely a divine um, synchron- synchronicity um, that we often associate with manifestation and love. And it really is all of those things, but it's also massive shifts and new beginnings. So when you see 1111 or when you see 111, 111 was also a portal opening. Next year, we will have a few different portal openings. We're going to have 22020. We're going to have 2220. We're going to have just different um portal openings that are going to happen so quickly that are going to shift our world and our perspectives very, very rapidly. So with the 11-11 portal opening, the day before the full moon in Taurus, which is going to be November 12th, it's very important that not only is this portal opening, it's going to bring new awakenings. It's going to bring spiritual enlightenment. It's going to bring things into your face so that you're able to see things in a totality. You're able to really connect with what is going on around you on a spiritual level. It's really about navigating in the internal opposed to external because external is an illusion if internal is cloudy. So you have to be able to really connect in 1111, the entire day, the entire week, the, the, the entire energy of this entire week is definitely going to open up massive doors. It's going to not only open up massive doors, but it's opening up massive opportunities. And it is allowing you to really get in tune with who you are and what you desire at your core. It is definitely going to help you open your eyes and help you to be uh, more open to your truth, because that's what it's about. It's not about anything else, just opening up yourself to who you truly are at the core. That's the beauty of that's the beauty of this entire energetic week. I mean, 1111 and then the full moon in Taurus. Taurus is a beautiful energy to be in when you're engulfed in water already. So being on some dry land is important and it feels good and it just makes you want to be engulfed in that stability. But if you're not in a place of stability and everything has been avoided and you haven't been really doing the work on yourself, then you're going to feel the difference in people who are enjoying this energy to the people who are really resisting the change that's needed in the energy because everyone's not on the same playing field. It's also going to have you reevaluate your relationships, your connections, your friendships, your um, things that you have focused so much energy on. Like, is this even worth my time? Do I need this? Will this benefit me? What has not benefited me for the last 10 years of my life? What has held me back for the last 10 years of my life? What is it that I see for myself going forward for the next decade of my life. Now, mind you, we don't have any guarantees here on this planet. We don't know if we're going to literally make it 
for another 10 years. But we do know that while we have the opportunity to sit with our truths, sit with who we are authentically and evolve on the level that we're able to evolve on, that is what we should be doing. We should not be distracted by anyone else's journey when we're not focused on our own. So if you are in a space where you're confused and you're trying to worry and wonder what's next for you, that power lies in your hands. If you haven't been doing the work, you haven't been sitting with your truths, you haven't been really connecting with what it is that you desire and what you deserve and what you want, then no one can help you guide you on a path that has not even been created yet. You don't know where your path is because you haven't even defined it for yourself. You haven't gotten together spiritually. You haven't defined what spirituality is for you. You haven't defined what your spiritual practices are, if you even believe in spirituality, how you will navigate it, how can you merge everything? It's about escaping the traditions that just don't fit your truth. It's so many people that are stuck on what someone else has taught them, even if it's culturally. That doesn't mean that's your truth. You you are who you are. And that's regardless to your race. That's regardless to your um, foundation growing up. Who you are is who you are. But you are created as an individual. And if you don't know who that individual is outside of the culture or outside of the um, traditions that you have been grown to believe are your truth, then you're going to forever be chasing, chasing behind a shadow. And that is the most uncomfortable place to be in, because at the end of the day, you are responsible for you. You should be falling in love with you. You can't be a good partner. You can't be a good parent. You can't be a good coworker. You can't be a good business owner. If you are not operating out of authenticity and know yourself, if you don't know who you are, how can you teach anyone or how can you help anyone on the journey of defining who they are? You can't. So this portal opening and this full moon in Taurus is all about introducing you to who you are for real, who you are at your core, not the person that you extend to others or not the illusion that you want others to believe in. But who are you for real? And once you define that for yourself and you do the work because the work isn't easy. And I'm telling you, I've been on my journey since beginning of my 20s and I'm going to let you know. I am 35 and in the 15 years of my journey, it has not been an easy one. It is not the most pleasant. It is not the most um, peaches and cream. You know, this isn't just sweet, sweet love stories all day. This is not what this this is about. Who I am today and who I've evolved into today and what my spirit is today is because of the work that I was forced into doing on myself. There is no scapegoat to identifying who you are. There is no short, short step or any type of quick first class flight that you can do to get to where your destination is. Life is all about the journey and journey of self is the most important journey you will ever go on because that is what is going to help you get to where it is that you're destined to be. So take this time and understand this energy. It may be difficult for some of you. It may feel a little rough for some of you. And some of you may be feeling amazing, regardless to where you are in the placement of it. Take in what it is that you need and understand that everything happens because it's intended to, and it's helping you to become better. That's it. It's not easy. No one's saying it's easy. No one's saying it feels good. No one's saying it's the best thing ever. But when you look 
on the other side of it, you'll realize how important it was that you went through this so that you're able to embrace the future much better and with a clearer eye. Okay, so remember to breathe during all of these transits. Remember to appreciate the moment that you're in and be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. If you need to journal, write down what it is you're feeling, write down what it is that you are thinking, write down emotions that you're not able to express verbally. Do that. If you just need to release the extra energy, do that. Get out and enjoy yourself. Take the time to define your future for yourself in the present. Who are you today? Who are you right now? What do you feel? What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? This is harvest season. So this is all about expressing gratitude and reaping every seed you've sown, not desperate measures. So allow yourself to embrace your truth and forgive yourself. And as the leaves fall and the colors of the trees change, visualize that being your internal world. And that's how you're able to navigate internally and connected with what's happening externally because you're able to see a fruition of what you're feeling inside. So I hope that this gives you a little bit of clarity of what you are possibly potentially going to be feeling. And I hope that it reminds you that it's all a process and we're all in the process. We're just in different places in the process. Okay. So This has been your intuitive energy corner. It is a very brief intuitive energy corner, but I feel like it's important to give you a overview of the 1111 portal and the full moon and Taurus that will be coming up this week. That is very influential in our growth. Our transitions are taking place because our transitions are necessary for us to get to where it is that we're going. Shifts are massive. Shifts are going to keep occurring because that is a part of the journey. Okay. So I love you all. Thank you so much for your continued support until our daily dose of energy on Monday. I want to let you all know um, that I appreciate you immensely. So until our daily dose of energy, Bye.